hello everybody it is me hey and everyone Mama D. <laughs> we're so happy to be here tonight this is our second show this week actually it's yeah. your third your third show this week yeah well it, i'm gonna be on on sunday again so we might as well say four in a week it's like hey they're gonna get tired of seeing me <laughs> never <laughs> never never yeah, but we are excited tonight. I actually made three videos about this show tonight. So I'm going to be, um, I made a video for an ad and I made a video for the first part of the intro for the show and um, one for the second after our little commercial break. Because I'm very excited. We have yes, Ariane. This is going to be, this is going to be a good show. I'm trying to share, I'm trying to be a good host co-host and share the show <laughs> yeah i'll do that later <laughs> hey it's already been shared once hi michelle hi michelle i can't see comments yet because i have um the controls up for now until we start the show that's so cool. anybody that comes in i love you share the show <laughs> but everybody that is listening later on even you know, after the show is all done, if you're listening to one, one of the anchor venues, please go to our YouTube channel, The Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D. Very simple. Like, subscribe, good. share, hit the notification button. Yeah, because, yeah because on November 20th, Gina and I are going to do a card reading show. Yep. And, and it's only going to be on YouTube, so we're not even telling you what time. It's just going to pop up. We'll pre-warn you maybe ahead of time in the day, but yeah, yeah I made a couple little, you know, warning, warning ads. Danger, beep, danger, beep. warning, warning. <laughs> warning, warning, crazy ladies on the air. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, but that will definitely be on the 20th, but we're going to have one, I think, before that. I just have that hankering to do one. Ooh, she's a hankering to do a reading show. I'm, I'm not a hankering. Well, the 20th <laughs> is only next Friday. Yeah, sure. Is we'll it really? Do you have Where is this month going? Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Fox Den. I will play our brand new entry video. everybody and welcome to the Fox Den. I'm Gina Bankston, an intuitive paranormal investigator. As I am guided by my spirit animal, the fox, I am also known as Gina B, the Parafox. Joining me is my lovely Canadian co-host, Darlene Hill, also known as Mama D. She is a Reiki master and an intuitive oracle card reader. She sends her love, guidance, and healing to you on the wings of a butterfly. We bring you guests with a vast variety of subjects weekly to entertain you help you and guide you in this crazy world we all live in. The Fox Den is live on Facebook and YouTube every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And all we ask is that you enjoy the show, share the show, especially if you notice someone that our guest can help. Please subscribe to The Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D and hit that notification button so you never miss a show. Welcome and enjoy. And now I would like it's to true. show Sexy. a. <laughs> I'd like to show a, a brief video on our guest tonight. 
and she'll be with us as soon as it ends. Good evening, welcome to the Fox Den. Tonight we have Ariane Thomas, a leading expert in ancestral wisdom. She has been practicing ancestral lineage clearing and genetic healing internationally for over 16 years in private and in group sessions, and trains other practitioners. Her energy healing work is based on her 35 years of metaphysics and science studies and healing in the native traditions of North and South America. Ariane primarily carries the profound, subtle energy of an elder, teacher, advisor, and a wisdom carrier. She is part Cherokee by heritage and a ceremonialist, an intuitive reader, and also a healer. She combines ancient wisdom with science to clearly explain our connection to the past to clear the present life difficulties. Ariane is the author of Healing Family Patterns, Ancestral Lineage Clearing for Personal Growth 2012, and Changing Our Genetic Heritage, Creating a New Reality for Ourselves and Future Generations in 2018, and co-author of The Female Factor, A Confidence Guide for Women in 2017, and The Total Woman in 2019, and contributing author to Yoga for the Brain in 2020. She also writes a monthly column for Conscious Shift magazine. Welcome to the Fox Den, Ariane. And here she is, and let's get us in our better venue. No, no, there, we go. No, no, okay. no, there you go. <laughs> I forgot to hit that little button down there. I'm okay. Sorry. But here she is. Welcome, Ariane. We have a picture Welcome. of your book down in the corner next to you. Those are your two books, and you also co-authored three books. We're going to be talking about all that. But, man, you do a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> I somehow doubt that. Yeah, exactly. The, not that you can be found in public doing it, but behind the scenes there's there's always shenanigans going on, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. She looks like she has fun. But um but but well, at least she didn't to plead the, the fifth. Right. <laughs> well, she won't be able to do that here. We got, we're gonna know everything. No. No. <laughs> no. We're gonna ask. Hmm. But um no, but we're going to try to have to reel us in all the time. Yes. Scott, hey, Gretchen, um, you guys share the show. I would appreciate it. And I'm sure Ariane will appreciate it too. But why, why is healing family patterns so important at this time? Because that was described in the video, you know, what you do. Certainly. Well, I consider that my primary work because um, the, the basis of our society and of civilization itself is the family. The family unit is where we grow up, where we learn, where we get our beliefs and where we go forth into the world. And if there are problems in the family unit, then we carry those problems into the world. And when we heal the family, we heal ourselves and we heal the planet. And that's why I focus on healing family patterns. Right. It makes sense because if you it's, heal just yeah. one person, you know, what good is that really ultimately going to do? So, well, 
uh, any person you heal, you heal one, and that person is a hundred, and that person, but, yeah, yeah, heals well, a lot more. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, but but like a, the family unit. I mean, I can see the understanding of the family unit needing to be healed, you know, to go on. But how, I got I got to start at the beginning. How did you? <laughs> get into this what what is this genetics and and um epi whatever it was that you call it epigenetics epigenetics <laughs> epigenetics well how does this all come about and how did you uh learn about this and get into this well this is going to be kind of a long story so i'm going to start at the beginning all right I'll just okay, cool. okay. Sit just sit back and relax okay <laughs> um I, my first career was as a lawyer of all things. Hot day. And wow. Yeah. Um, and um, one day I was sitting at my office, busily working away, being stressed. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I got tired. I just got tired. And I thought, mm, must be coming down with the flu or something. I told my boss, hey, I'm getting sick. I'm going home. You know, this was a Friday. I'll see you on Monday. Two weeks later, I was in the hospital and the doctors were sending me home because number one, they didn't know what was wrong with me. And number two, they couldn't do anything for me. And so they sent me home to die. Oh, my Whoa. God. They said I was dying. There was nothing they could do. They had no idea what it was. I'd gone through a series of, you know, specialists. They didn't have a clue. And so they sent me home and they never expected to see me again. Wow. So what happened is a friend of mine brought a shaman over to see me. And she literally pulled me back from the brink of death. Now, my father is three-quarter Cherokee, and I was in my 40s at the time, and I knew a little bit about my heritage and, you know, had gotten into metaphysics and energy work. And after that happened, and, and she, the shaman came back a couple of times to, you know, help me out. Um, and after, um, after I had that experience, I went, I need to explore this. And that's when I got into shamanism. And so I began exploring my Native American heritage. And I found that I was deeply connected to it. And so when a crisis arose in my family, and this was a huge crisis because we discovered that there was multi-generational sexual abuse in the family. Wow. Yeah. Yes. This had been going on for generations. And when it came out uh, in public from behind closed doors and the secret was exposed, it blew the family apart. Mm. There were accusations back and forth. Oh, that can't be happening. You're a liar. You know, blah, 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 that, you know, the whole thing. Nobody was talking to each other. By the way, I am one of eight. And so we have a huge family. Yeah. And... So it was devastating. And of course, I'm the peacemaker in the family. I'm the one who fixes everything. And this was something yeah. I couldn't fix. No. Yeah. You know, you know, what do you do with this? And so um, I 
reached out in my meditation to spirit and said, what do I do? Spirit led me on a journey to the original ancestor where this pattern originated, where this pattern began and said, this is what happened. And it was a mistake. It happened, it happened during a time when they were burning, they were burning witches, where men were trying to get control over women. And there was a ceremony where the women in this village were being threatened with being with having their property taken away, with being hung, not burned, hung, um, with having their children taken away, being repressed. And so they called on the goddess and they cursed the men and they used their sexual power um, badly for manipulation, for control, for power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what happened is this flowed down through the generations. And when there weren't daughters to carry on this curse, it flowed through the male line, which distorted it into sexual abuse. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so it's like, well, what do we do with this? So I connected with the ancestor and she went, oh, no, I never wanted this to happen. You know, th this was supposed to help. This wasn't supposed to harm anyone. Went back to the circle and the curse was lifted. The wow. curse was lifted. They came together to resolve the issues between the men and the women. And we brought that energy back into the present and calmed everything down soothe that energy and and did i you, went oh this is great did Go you ahead. do the, you were doing this or your ancestor took you back on this journey now when when this healing is happening though is this a family unit is the family all together at that time nope i did this myself wow uh, for me and i went okay well this is real interesting let's see what happens Three days later, one of my sisters contacted me and she was one of the ones who had been very badly sexually abused. And she said, what did you do? And I went, <laughs> who me? Who me? <laughs> Nothing. See, see, I said yes. staying out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she said, um, I don't know what you did, but I was meditating and I know so-and-so didn't do anything in it. I feel like the weight of the world has been lifted from my shoulders. Mm -hmm. So what kind of energy work did you do? She lives 2000 miles away. Wow. Oh. See, so this really can happen for you and your family. If you guys have issues, you know, yes, yeah. all kinds of issues. I mean, and there's a number of them too. I mean, if when you finish this, this story here right you can go into like all the i'll go know, into the rest yeah, so we'll let me just it. let me just give give you the um golden nugget shall we say okay? okay so this is what got me into ancestral lineage clearing like 20 years ago and since that time 
all of the family issues has been, have been resolved. Every one of my family members is talking to each other. Prior to this time, not only was there domestic abuse, abuse in the family, sexual abuse in the family, several of my nieces had been raped. Since I did this, there has been no rape, no domestic abuse. Um, other family members have gotten out of abusive marriages and everyone is now doing well. And that pattern has been resolved. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Said, start with the one and it goes with the dominoes. Because, right. Well, that's what I was asking. I'm like, does it does it have to be a family thing together or can it no. be the one and that energy? Because we all know how energy can Yeah, travel. right. We know oh, yeah. that. And, you know, we've proved that time and time again. And, uh, and it's a powerful thing. But, so you heal yourself, you heal the family, and you heal the planet. We yeah. need that. We need that. Oh, yeah. oh, today, we need that more than ever. Big time. <laughs> Honestly, we do. Um, I put into the chat room a link to her Facebook page, the Ancestral, Ancestral Lineage Clearing. So if anybody wants to follow Would that, you, you like can. me to say that? It's ancestrallineageclearing.com. Ancestral is not working. Yeah, I have a lot more practice with that than you yeah. do, Darlene. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I was ancestral like, one of those videos. Um, now we have two, Gretchen's asking questions in the chat room. One, she's asking about spirit animals. And she says, uh, how do we determine our spirit animals? And then she says, after that, thank you. I see owls all the time awake and asleep. Well, then yeah, I would say, there you go. Your owl is your spirit owl. animal. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, Gretchen, and, and you're you're very intuitive. You're psychic. You you um you you know that these things when you when you see them all the time, you know you got to trust that. You know, do you think I see foxes? There might be five hundred of them behind me right now. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, I saw one in my town last week, and I knew it was Gina checking up on me. Yeah, I mm -hmm. send them. I send them out to my people. They 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 report back to me, and they say everyone's doing good. I just send out. You send you send things out on the wings of a butterfly. Well, and I send boxes. So they and go. and don't be limited by only one because you have oh, yeah, multiple yeah. spirit spirit uh, animals that can help you yeah. depending on what you're doing at the time. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And because that those owls might be giving you a message that you. Amy Bob, that might be giving you a message that you need to hear now. So focus on what you need to hear from the owl, what that message is. And you might, it might just disappear once you figure out what the message is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's Excellent. That my, yeah, my, my main guide, my main animal guide is the fox, but I also have a turkey, um, which is really powerful. Stop I was talking like about Bob like that. Love <laughs> <laughs> you, Bob. No, no. no. She loves you, Bob. Um, and I have uh, a, a rabbit, you know, so it's a little bonies, you know, those uh, and panther and, you know, there's a whole bunch and, and they have definitely been around me. I just, I love animals. I love their energy, mm -hmm. I love their power, and I love their messages and they will come into your life to help mm -hmm. you, guide you and heal you. Just like Ariane can come into your life and help heal you and guide you <laughs> your, mm -hmm. your lineage. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is fascinating stuff to me because you now I've had quite a few people on about genetic codes and such, you know, for healing yourself like physically, but 
you know, to, and I've had people come on that do um, past life regression, you know, mm -hmm. type things. And, you know, which is a completely different entity than this. So I was not sure what this was. So, you know, when we did our test, I, I, I just, I came right out and I said it. What is it? What is it that you do? <laughs> do you and then I was just like a kid in a candy store. I'm going, oh, my God, this is amazing. What you do is literally amazing. And, uh, but list all the things, okay, the things that can be fixed, like poverty. Okay. Uh, the first thing we have to keep in mind is that um, our bodies hold the genetic codes that we have inherited from our ancestors, from our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents. Right. We all know that we've been talking about DNA for for years. OK, but what we have discovered is that. Our DNA holds our holds the memories of our ancestors. They hold the memories and the beliefs and the trauma that our ancestors went through. And so there are four main areas that I discuss in my book and my website and, and uh, what I basically work with clients on. One is health. So that when people talk about, oh, you have a genetic disease, like heart disease, cancer, diabetes, Parkinson's, whatever. It just means that you have the genetic markers that um, give you a propensity to that disease. That doesn't mean you're automatically going to get it. Right. And... Right. Uh, it's about, are you going to trigger those genes or aren't you? And I'll get, to, I'll get to how we trigger those later. The second thing that, um, the second topic that I cover is success in finances. Um, a lot of people in the world um, um, have problems with finances, success, wealth, abundance, because most of us have come from backgrounds of slavery, of serfdom, of being servants, of being under the um, being under the power of warlords, nobles, um, any of those kinds of social structures where other people had control over our lives. They had control over what we did, where we traveled, what kind of work we did, and there wasn't anything we could do about it. And so we have we have those beliefs um, ingrained in us that you know uh, we have to do what people tell us, and we look for we look for a strong leader, a corporation, a business that tells us to do our work and we will get paid and that will be fine. Mm. We don't trust in the abundance of the universe. Mm. Then we also have relationship issues, right? How many relationship issues come down the pike? Yeah, enough, especially during yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah. 
That was that show Tuesday. <laughs> if we didn't see them before COVID, we certainly saw them now. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but um, before divorce was common, we had um, people living together in disharmony, fighting, abusive marriages, abusive family situations, or we had abandonment. We had men taking off and leaving women and children behind. Um, and we also had we also had those situations in which um, the men were going off to sea, they were going off to war. Um, they had to travel for um, survival purposes to get money to feed the children, which left the woman home alone raising children, multiple, multiple, multiple children, mm -hmm. feeling abandoned and neglected, stressed, without support. And so we have these relationship stresses. Um, and so you have health, you have finances, you have relationships, and then you have your connection to the divine. We all have ancestors that have gone through plagues, COVID, the bubonic plague, smallpox, polio, leprosy, um, villages were wiped out, cities were wiped out, towns were wiped out, disasters, natural disasters, earthquakes, hurricanes, um, um, fires, floods, everything. I actually think we have a disaster gene that relates back to the, to the great flood, which every culture in the world has stories of. Mm -hmm. wow. And what that tells us is we don't feel safe in the world. We You're don't right. feel safe. Uh, and so when something comes up, our initial fear and anxiety is that the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Mm -hmm. I can't trust. I can't trust myself. I can't trust my intuition. And I can't trust the divine to keep me safe and secure. And we inherited that those memories from our ancestors. Yeah, I always, told, I always blame my mother for that. <laughs> I always well, that. You, know, Ma, you made me afraid to go out and drive in the snow. <laughs> yes. Well, and you think about our mothers and our fathers and our grandparents who lived through World War One, World War Two, the Depression, right. um, the um, repressed economy afterwards. No wonder they were afraid. They they lived in a world that was uh, filled with loss and suffering and disaster. And they made it personal. Mm. They made it personal. It's like the world is out to get me. Um, and we learned that. That's a learned belief. Not only do we have it in our genes, but what are what are the what are the messages that we got? Don't drive in the snow. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Oh, yeah. I heard that one. 50 million times. <laughs> didn't we? Didn't we? Uh, and um, 
and those it's like well you better get a guy now otherwise you know nobody's going to support you right yeah um and you can't do that who do you think you are you know you can't you can't be a lawyer you can't be a doctor you can't you're not smart you're not pretty enough you're not you are not enough yep right yep so those are the messages that we get and we didn't just get them from our parents because where did they hear them from they hear them from their parents who heard exactly. them from their parents because they were likely to be immigrants or in my case you know my father was cherokee and yeah. 80%, 80% of the tribes were wiped out mm -hmm. um, when the white man came and said, oh, we think your land is pretty nice. We're going to take it. You know, get out of here. I know. I apologize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling. I, I, I would like to talk to the ancestors just to apologize for what they went through for just that alone. Yeah. That hurt me insane. It's, Scott just put into oh, the Scott. chat room. Use yep. your head for something besides a hat rack. That's what his dad used to say to him. <laughs> yeah. He had a smart dad. Yep. He had a smart dad. Yeah. Yeah. My dad used to make, make us figure things out on our own. You know, you get burned, mm -hmm. that's hot, you stay away from it. <laughs> you know, you can tell someone one thing, but then they actually have to do it. Yeah. For consequences. For sure. If you stick your finger and fork into that light socket, you're going to get curly hair. And then, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted curly hair. There you go. I should have tried that. Hey, I, I'll show you a picture of me. I had a natural red afro. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was like. Yeah. So folks, don't try that at home. Do not. No, right. <laughs> no don't, right. don't, don't. It really didn't work. It's just, you know, me being myself. Right. No. But there are, there are the difference between learned things that you learn yourself. Yeah. And instilled things, you know, like mm -hmm. you're born instinctively knowing right from wrong. Right. You yeah. know, so that's part of your genetic code. So could it be a degenerate degenerate thing, you know, for sociopaths? I mean, like, is that a, a missing thing that they don't understand what wrong is? You know, I mean, what what is that? How is that code part of this? Well, let's put it this way. Have you ever um, seen a class of kindergarten children and you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, and a little kid goes, I want to be a serial killer. <laughs> no. <laughs> right? <laughs> Gee, I think it would be fun to go go out and hurt people. Yeah. No. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at that. just the way you say it. <laughs> no, but it's true. <sighs> every child, every child is born divine mm. with health and happiness and joy in their heart. And yes, we have, look, everybody has, has a, a black sheep in their family. Um, and you can define that any way you want. And there could be, um, and there could That's be. That's why we go well together. Right. Um, and yes. We're a club. Um, yeah. <laughs> And yes, there are abusive genes, sociopathic genes, mental illness genes, physical illness genes in our genetic codes. And the question is, Can what do you do to trigger them? What happens yeah. to trigger those negative genes? Yep. 
when I when I wrote my first book, Healing Family Patterns, I went through the process of ancestral lineage clearing like I, I talked to you today. And this is an energetic process, okay? This is about um, how we connect with our ancestors on a shamanic journey, like in a meditation, like hypnotherapy, okay? This is energetic work. At the end of that book, which I finished in 2011, it was, you know, by the time you get everything done, it comes out in 2012. Yep. I ended that book saying, I hope that one of these days science catches up with the indigenous people's um, process because it's effective. It has worked. This, this ancestral lineage clearing that I do is similar to indigenous people's um, beliefs, processes, healing techniques in all of the indigenous cultures around the world. And I said, I wish science would catch up with this. Right. And find the basis for it because we know it works. And right. they're just, you know, blowing it off. Well, here's the thing. It's money, right? It's money. Big Pharma and the doctors want to control and run everything. So, of course, they're going to suppress that. They're going to suppress chiropractors. They're going to, you know, uh, suppress holistic medicine. They're going to su suppress people like you, shamanic, you know, healings, Reiki, all that stuff. Oh, no, we can't. Yeah. But deal with that. But life changes. Well, life changes. Consciousness has changed. Yeah. And yeah. during this time, starting in the early 2000s, the Human Genome Pro Project um, was an international project where scientists started mapping the human genome, the DNA and the DNA strands. Okay. And that's when they found what we were talking about before epigenetics right and those are the triggers that we've been talking about that turn on your positive genes and turn off your negative genes my second book on changing your genetic heritage goes into the science behind ancestral lineage clearing and shows how it works because what what makes ancestral lineage clearing effective is that is that it changes the epigenetics or the triggers that activate your positive genes and deactivate your negative genes. Awesome. So science has now caught up with consciousness. Awesome. Awesome. That's really good. That's a step in the right direction right there. That's pretty cool how that can be done. I mean, I, I think, you know, our whole future is based on genetics and stem cells and DNA and whatnot. Absolutely. Survival. I, I really mm -hmm. think that's it's the thing and where people should be actually even uh, putting their money into <laughs> genetic research. But that's good. And and, and they're and they're coming out and science is coming out with all of these research studies. I mean, scientific, um, you know, um, duplicate, uh, duplicable. I'm not even sure if that's a word. Um, reproducible experiments um, that show 
how you can repair damaged DNA and prevent your DNA from becoming and prevent those damaged genes from being activated. But now you get now you got it now you're getting into horror story modes though too now because like you have all the horror stories of the ancient times of of uh, you know people trying to clone like the perfect person like we don't think we're ever going to be a perfect race you know but but you know what the research shows what meditation repairs and prevents damaged DNA oh yeah isn't that cool. Well, power yeah the power of the mind the power of the mind is insanely intense and again we all know this yeah and it's right. barely touched yeah well, each help. human each yeah. human has to has barely just slightly touched it not, not there are some that are really deep into it and they've they've hit that thing but there are others that just eh, no let's see i meditate and, and they don't realize they're meditating when they meditate but that's what it does that's what helps with the clearing and the healing yeah. yeah 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 exactly and and so you know you can do this type of work actually on your own if you know if you identify what that family pattern is that you want to clear oh it's like my mother was afraid of spiders you know why should I be afraid of spiders they're not going to kill me okay let's clear out the spiders okay. <laughs> right so you're talking to a woman who sleeps with a vacuum and she sees more than one spider in the house. Yep. Vacuum's right next to me. Ready to go. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. You can meditate and connect with the spider diva and ask the spider diva to bless all the spiders in your house and to help you clear those negative messages about spiders um, so that you can live in harmony with the spiders, with the world, with the creepy crawlers, yeah. and be at peace. <laughs> but again, now, now it's society too that puts these fears in you because mm -hmm. every, again, I'm going to go to the horror movie. All right, every horror movie that's bad, you know, arachnids, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're attacking you, they're biting you, they're killing you, they're wrapping you up in big cocoons and they're eating you. All everything's bad, bad, bad. There was one thing that came out a couple of years ago with a cute little spider. Now, mm -hmm. if they had more things with cute little spiders, then we wouldn't be so afraid, I think. You know, like, oh, they're cute. You know, they oh, they're this. You know, if if that was what the message was instilled about them, as opposed to run, burn down the house, get the vacuum. We're <laughs> <and> moving. <laughs> but, but not in a family, not everybody. Well, we're just going to use the spider thing again. Um, my daughter is petrified of spiders. And as far as I know, she's never had any thing to do with I'm not. I will put a glass, shove a paper, put them outside, have a nice day. You know, unless they're really in my way, I won't squish them. You know, it's like, but if right. I'm in a rush and you're crawling inside my window and I get, sorry, this is a good window. <laughs> what are the kids? Yeah. But yeah. it's not everybody who gets, the, in, in the family, who's not everybody who gets connected by the ancestral curse. Right. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, let's, let's, let's talk about two separate issues here. Okay. okay? We have uh, genetic family patterns. Okay. Mm. Um, cause I started with family issues right? and there are, there are beliefs, there are genetic patterns and there are, um, 
um, those stories we inherit from our families that interfere in our life. Okay. Those we clear with ancestral lineage clearing. There are other issues that come into our life that have nothing to do with our families. Darlene, exactly what you were talking about with your daughter. Okay. Like I have a sister who was afraid of water. All right. My father was in the Navy. All the rest of us swim like fish. Where's, where's she got being afraid of water? She got it from a past life. Yeah. Because you were talking yeah. about past life. You've had guests on that talk about past lives. She yeah. drowned in a past life. She was trying mm -hmm. to save her children in a past life. She's, that's where her fear of water came from. So what we do mm. instead of ancestral lineage clearing to clear those is we go in and do karma clearing. Because okay. karma clearing is about clearing those personal issues that you have that are not related to your family. Mm. Okay? Because most of us, not, not everybody, but most of us have lived on earth before. Right. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And I'm we. Very, I'm a very old soul. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, those of us who are on this program are probably pretty old souls. Um, and so we've been here a time or two. And sometimes we get stuck in life and we haven't accomplished what we wanted to, or we made mistakes, right? Like mm -hmm. my ancestor who put the curse on to try and fix a problem. And it's like, oops, yeah, didn't get that one right. right. Yeah, no. yeah. That, that kind of right? goes with what you put out there. Uh, it's the Wiccan way. What you put out there will come back to you tenfold. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Don't sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we can correct those mistakes in our lifetimes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there are times when we screw things up and we go, we go back and we make amends and go, you know, I really shouldn't have done that. Sorry about that. What can I do to make it better? Right? Yeah. Sometimes we get to the end of the life and went, boy, did I blow that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to fix it the next lifetime. Right? And so we come into this life and we have agreements before we come into this life that, you know, I didn't get that issue right. So I'm going to fix that here. Um, I need to work out this problem that I had with this person. And so I'm going to meet this person again. And, and we're going to be friends this time instead of enemies. And, you know, that issue I had on abandonment, mm, we're going to clear that up on this, on this lifetime. And when we're on the other side, these things look like a piece of cake. Yeah, no. We walk into this lifetime and it's like, holy smokes, what am I getting yeah. into? Yeah, <laughs> where are we? <laughs> right. And, you know, we get to a certain age and it's like, oh my goodness, I got all this baggage. I don't have time yeah. or space yeah. to clear it up. Yeah. But I don't want to go into the next lifetime and have to do this again. My clients come to me when they want a karma clearing and, and they say, look, I got to clear up this issue because I don't want to come back and do this again. And it's like, perfect. That's what we do. So we go in and we release those issues that are no longer relevant in this life. And we don't like take a scissors and cut it away and go, Okay, that's done. We're throwing that in the garbage can and getting it and throwing it away. 
You heal. You heal those issues from the past life. You heal the people, the situations, and the events involved. That's true. You heal the closure. You heal the damage, not only in that lifetime, what, what is happening in this lifetime, but in all dimensions of time and space. Yep. Because when you make mistakes in other lifetimes, they may reverberate in other timelines, in other space lines, in other yep. dimensions. And so we heal it across time and space. That's awesome. And then you are free. That's awesome. You are free to deal with the issues that you've got left in this lifetime. There you go. <laughs> How can somebody tell the difference between a karmic uh, issue and, and a, a, a lineage, ancestral lineage issue? Um, by, uh, by asking questions. It's like, um, is this an issue that I see my parents having? You know, um, did my parents have issues with money? Did they live hand to mouth? Were they always scrambling for jobs? Did they have money in the bank? Um, was was um, did I always hear in the family? Oh, you better watch it. We don't have enough money. You know, we're not gonna have enough money until next payday. Um, were your grandparents poor? Did they have to survive through the depression, or did they have a grand business and were making scads of money? Um, did they come from a, a family of wealth and power and business ownership? Were they the Rockefellers? Were they the robber barons? <laughs> you know, some people don't have some people don't have issues with money. Yeah. What what they do have issues with is um, perhaps guilt for having money when other people don't, or for finding a purpose when when their purpose isn't driven by money. Yeah. And so, did your parents have that same issue? Did your grandparents have that issue? Did one side of the family have that issue, and the other side? not have that issue so you you go back and you look and it's like if your parents didn't have that issue what about your aunts and uncles what about your brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. so look at your other family members and if you're the if you're the odd odd one out then it's a karmic pattern okay and it's karmic yeah yeah personal personal or family Yeah. yeah that's um that's pretty cool so Ah, that is all right. Well, if someone's coming to you and they want to have this comic release now, can they also, after that's done, maybe the other things become more prevalent and they can also then do lineage? What would be the first step? Would it be to clear them of karma or to be them for the lineage clearing? What's, what's the best first step? My first question to the client is. What is causing you the most difficulty in your life today? Yeah. Okay. So um, is your relationship the biggest problem in your life? Um, Have you been married two or three times and you're going through a rough patch and, you know, you're afraid you're going to have another divorce? Um, Have you been single for 20 years and, and can't find a relationship and can't get along? And so, you know, relationship difficulties are the big thing, you know, in your life. Um, Is money the big thing in your life? You can't get your business started. You can't get it um, successful. You can't move it forward. 
what is the most important single issue in your life at this time? When you identify that issue, then it's like, okay, look at your family. Is this a family issue? If it's not a family issue, then it's a karmic issue. And that will tell us whether we go to the family first or whether we go to karma first. And then once we clear that out, then we go to the next layer. Okay, what is the next most important thing for you? Okay, this is my family. I haven't talked to my brother and sister in 20 years. You know, my parents never talked to each other. They never talked to their brothers and sisters. We have a really dysfunctional family. And it's like, okay, we need to fix that because you don't want your kids growing up and not talking to each other. You don't want to live your life not having a positive relationship with your children. So let's clear that pattern out now so you don't have to live with that forever. Right. right. I think guilt and fear are like the two biggest things that will They're really, huge. yeah, they'll yeah. really like cripple people, you know, they will. but here's my next question. Now mm -hmm. we've been talking about families and, and like individuals. Now, what about like a group in a, in a group setting? Like say you mm -hmm. went and did uh, an event and you were outside and you had 50 people in front of you, you can do a thing for a group, right? Well, what I can do, and uh, we talked about doing this after the break, yeah. I, can, I can guide the audience on a meditation, and, and this is actually a shamanic journey, to meet one of your ancestors and ask them a question. So this is a good time. Who is that? Think of a question. <laughs> Think of a question you would like to ask an ancestor. And this yeah. can be a personal question that you have in your life right now. It's like, um, what can I do to be more successful? What can I do to deal with my fear of COVID and the whole issue in the world today? Mm -hmm. um, how do I deal with my child um, and, the, and the problems that I'm having in communication or can you tell me what the most important thing is I need to concentrate in on my life? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then yeah. I will take you on a journey to meet your ancestor and we will see who you meet and what your cool ancestor thing? tells you. How's I that? That's, that's cool. That's awesome. So no, she's giving you 10 minutes, guys. Well, actually 13 minutes because we've got about 10 minutes left here and then we'll have to go to our commercial break. And then when we come back, and then we'll do that. Yeah. Yes. So, everybody, we will. so you have time. You have time to think about it now. What's people your question? Who people, gonna... Go get people to come in. All right. Go right. get your friends. Tell your friends, hey, you know, we have this amazing woman who is going to take us on a shamanic journey to meet an ancestor and ask a question. So now is the time to go get your friends. Get them on here. Uh, get them listening. Get them watching. And think about that question that you want to have answered. Um, this is cool stuff. This really. Do is. you get to ask the uh, the ancestors you want, or it's just whatever ancestor comes forward? Okay, let me give you a couple of guidelines. Number okay. one, your ancestors love you. Yes. Your ancestors love you. Okay, they want to help you. They want to help you. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and so they're out there going, "Hi guys, hi guys. Let me let me let me talk to you." All right. Now, 
I always recommend you never ask for a specific ancestor. It's like, oh, I get to talk to Granny. Right. Granny may be busy. Granny <laughs> may be busy being born someplace else at the moment. Yeah. Or she may be a three-year-old playing in her playing in her crib. Okay. And so what I recommend is that you ask for the right ancestor to answer your question. And the right ancestor will come to you. Right. Okay? right. Because there's you have two, yeah, you have two lines. You have maternal and paternal lines, you know. So yeah. that's that's a whole heck of a lot of ancestors to choose from. Yeah. And, and let me and let me tell you about about your ancestral lines, okay? I have people coming to me and they say, okay, well, I want to clear my mother's line first, and then we'll go back and we'll clear my dad's line. I used to do that when I started out in this work like 15, 20 years ago. And you know what I found? Our ancestral lines converge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they We have they 7 billion people on the planet today. 2,000 years ago, there were 500 million people. And you go back multiple generations and our families come together. Uh, and what you find is that, is that um, we pick partners in our, in our lives that have complementary issues and we come together to resolve them mm -hmm. so that that's why your ancestors come together in the past. Wow. And so I don't look for male and female lines anymore. I look for the right ancestor and yeah, the right sense. ancestor is always there. Yep. It's it's kind of like when you go to a medium and you want to speak to your, you want the, the, the it's whatever, whoever comes forward, you can't sit yeah. there. You can't yeah. just pick and choose. I want Nana because Nana busy with shuffleboard. Yeah. Well, you know, grandpa yeah. wants to come see you. Yeah. <laughs> Dave just joined. Dave, after our commercial break, we're going to come back. She's going to lead us on a shamanic journey to meet an ancestor to ask a question. So if you know anybody that wants to do this between now and like, what, uh, 9.05, okay? Mm -hmm. Get your friends on here. We need the people here because I, I really want this to work. However, it will work for people listening to this later. Yes, right? in the archives. Yes. So yeah, the archives, whether it's um, in one of the anchor venues or one of our live videos. So yeah, it's still going to be a, a meditation, and I'm so I'm so looking forward. I'm so psyched about this. <laughs> That's why I said perfect time. Yeah, great, fantastic well, time. I, I always enjoy connecting people with their ancestors because um, it's so touching. I mean, you know, our ancestors have so much wisdom on the other side. I mean, they, they have lived rich, full lives yep. and they've learned a lot, even if they made mistakes and then come and tell us how to avoid them. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. And that's the, that's the key that's thing. Digital. Learning from your, from your mistakes mm -hmm. and teaching. Mm -hmm. Teaching is, you know, that's definitely part of it. Um, let's see, what do we, what else do we want? Do we want to put in anything else about that? Any kind of like important information about that? So we know oh. don't ask for someone specific. Just don't ask for someone. Get your question. Get your question. Comfortable. 
Yes, be comfortable. Uh, don't be interrupted. You know, turn off your cell phones. Um, uh, close your door. I mean, if you've got kids around or other people coming around, please ask them not to interrupt you. Um, because if you get interrupted, you're going to break the you're going to break the journey. Connection. Yeah, you're going to break the connection. And um, uh, don't have any performance anxiety. Okay. <laughs> don't worry about if anybody's going to show up. Number one, they will. And if they don't, you can always go back and listen again. Exactly. When you're more relaxed when you're when you're feeling not any pressure from being in the group or listening to the uh, to the radio you can go back and join in. oh if you're on your lunch break you you can check in when you're on your lunch break but if you if you're feeling stressed because you got to get back to work listen to it later yeah and connect in and just be relaxed be comfortable um i mean be in a chair or a sofa or someplace where you can um, sink into a meditation. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, she's getting, you're getting too comfy, Mama. Right, right. <laughs> Not that comfortable. No day. No sleeping. <laughs> right. Um, but um, have no expectations. And right. you, you may meet somebody from a generation or two um, back. You may be, meet someone from thousands of years um, uh, in the past. And it's all good. It's yeah. all good. Not long ago, Dave Price, is, he received a tape recording of his grandfather back from 1979. Oh, that's very that's cool. cool. It's so nice when you can hear their voice. Wow. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I, when I know people, I can hear their voice. Their voice in my head when I read their words. It happens with Gina and it happened with a friend of hers, uh, Chris George. He wrote something on, uh, and I could hear his voice clear as a bell. Now, right. he's not one of my friends, he's one of her friends, her friends. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I've, I've heard his voice a few times, so I know it. He's, he's, yeah, but he's not as, I'm not his, his bestie, okay? <laughs> but well, I can Mom. hear his voice in my head. And it's like Gina's, I, Guess because I hear it often enough, I can hear his voice, her voice, in my head when certain words come up, like the f bomb. That's Gina. <laughs> well, Mama D, that just means you're clairaudient. Okay. Well, you're clairaudient. You just you you hear you hear spirit messages. I have a friend who does sound medicine. Yeah, I have a friend who does sound medicine, and she used to come and stay with me for a couple of months during the winter, and she'd go away. And, you know, I, a week or two later, I would hear her singing. I would hear her singing in the house. Yeah. You know, and she was like a thousand miles away, but I would still mm. hear her singing. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot. Of, we have, I have the Claire's always on, on hand here. Yes. Yeah. So clairvoyance is seeing. Clairaudience is hearing. Clairsentience is sensing. Clairgustance is taste. Clairalience or clairopathy. Affection is smell. Claire cognizance is knowing. I know so I cognizance. Yes, I, excellent. I, I know how to do things. Like I don't know where it comes from. I know how to build things. I know how to tear them apart. I know. Oh, I've got a new plan for you. <laughs> okay. You're tapping into past lives. Yes, you're tapping into skills from past lives. Yep. Yeah, because it's like a movie that plays out in front of me. Exactly. 
I walk into a room. That's why I was a great interior designer. You know, I walk into a room or house, sticks, it's just sticks, you know, stick built, you know. And I look at it, I can see it all done. Colors, furnished, artwork, everything done completely, you know. That's a that's a talent. That's a talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and, and how to build things, you know, furniture. I see furniture blown apart. It's really strange. But I thought so everybody was like that growing just up. Just like Iron Man when he opens yeah. up the fil- the yeah. thing on Iron oh, yeah. Man. To, and I can see all the different parts. So I know mm-hmm. what's in there, you know. It's probably a gift from your ancestors. Absolutely. And I thank mm-hmm. them for that all the time. Because, yes. you know, it made me a living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, a, that's an awesome thing. Can we go to break now? Can we do it Yes, now? go to break. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I want to get back. We're going to explode. I can see you sitting there. I we'll know, be back in all... three and three, people. Hang tight. All right, let me get the, let me get the video. Okay. Let's just slow it, too. The Fox Den is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. He has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA and as lead in the popular local TV show, Ghost Detectives, he has experience of how spirits could be seen or heard. Using this knowledge, he has manufactured equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. He is the only manufacturer of the popular lifelike trigger prop cats and dogs. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these prove to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HTO, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal object such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HTO will light. It has a sound option as well. This device was used in Travel Channel's Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. This is to back up the theory that the spirits manifest using static electricity. Using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement. If a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell, set the sensitivity and place the device in that area. Its band of lights will show a range of vibrations from the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting the entire range. The EasyScan Ghost Boxes are very popular due to the ease of use. They are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is unique and all custom hand-decorated by Gina Bankston. The V-Pod has a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device. It is a must-have in your gear bag. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Gear's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher. Visit www.vortexghostgear.com to view all the products and get your equipment today. 
You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with ghostly excursions, taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the USA. Visit www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. And we're back. I had another little intro video that I was going to play for you um, right now. Should I do that for people that may be just joining? I, I can do, I can do that. It's sure, a very yeah, short sure. one. Just exactly. a little, a little, uh, this is Ariane. Good evening and welcome to the Fox Den. Tonight we have Ariane Thomas, BS, Bachelor of Science, JD, Juris Doctor. She is an author, international healer, teacher, ceremonialist, speaker, Akashic record reader and healer, and a shaman. She primarily carries the ancient wisdom and subtle energy of an elder and advisor. Ariane is part Cherokee by heritage, and her primary practice is shifting unwanted generational family patterns by connecting with ancestors and making genetic life changes. She is the author of Amazon bestsellers, Healing Family Patterns, Ancestral Lineage Clearing for Personal Growth in 2012, and Changing Our Genetic Heritage, Creating a New Reality for Ourselves and Future Generations in 2018. And she has co-authored three international anthologies, including award-winning Yoga for the Brain, Inspired Words of Wisdom in 2020. She is also a monthly columnist for the Conscious Shift magazine. Welcome to the Fox Den, Ariane. I love doing my little videos. <laughs> I love your videos. They're great. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's good at this. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better. Um, let me see mm -hmm. the, the comments. What do we got here? Uh, Scott's chilling with Van Gogh in my Van Gogh recliner. Oh. In his Van Gogh recliner. Good. Oh, You're all ready to go. Us. Right. Nice. Thanks, yeah. Jojo. Okay. Yes. So we are ready. What we are going to be doing now is a meditation where Ariana is going to take us back to meet one of our ancestors. This is a shamanic meditation. So get comfortable, everyone. Right. Right. So get no comfortable snoring. and breathe. Just breathe easily and smoothly. And we are going to meet one of your ancestors. So have a question in mind that you would like to ask one of your ancestors. And we are first going to do a cleansing exercise so that you are ready to step into your shamanic journey. So I want you to visualize a pool of cool, clear water with a beautiful sparkling waterfall flowing down and it is so inviting that you just take your clothes off and step into this pool and under that flowing waterfall, feeling that water rush over you, clearing, cleansing, and releasing all tension, all stress, all mind chatter of the day 
as it flows over your head and down your throat and the back of your neck, down your shoulders and arms and hands, releasing all of that excess energy down into that pool at the bottom of your feet to flow away down a stream and into the arms of Mother Earth, where she transforms it into neutral energy that can be used wherever it is needed. Feel this water flow down your back, down your spinal cord, easing those long muscles in your back, relaxing them, warming them, soothing them, releasing all of the toxins, touching every organ, cell, and nerve, feeling it flowing over your chest and into your heart, calming your heart, slowing it down so that it beats smoothly and easily, oxygenating all of your blood, moving your blood easily and smoothly through your bloodstream. Feel it washing out your lungs so that you can breathe out all toxins and breathe in the pure energy of the air surrounding you. Feel it releasing all stress, all anxiety as it flows down into your digestive organs, soothing them, calming them, relaxing them as it flows into your pelvic bowl, relaxing your hips as you sink into your chair, flushing away everything you are ready to release at this time, moving down into your legs, thighs, knees, over your calves and ankles and feet, washing away everything you are ready to release at this time, flowing into that pool of water at your feet and down the stream into the arms of Mother Earth. Feel yourself being washed clean, relaxed, refreshed, and revitalized. And now step out from underneath that waterfall onto a mossy bank, and you will see beautiful clothes that you can step into, and a pair of sandals made especially for you that you slip on your feet. And walk away from that pool of water to a beautiful place that you love. And this may be a place that you have been to before, or it may be a place that you go to in your meditation. And there's blue skies overhead with white fluffy clouds and a warm breeze caresses your cheek with a sweet fragrance. And you hear birds singing in the air. And as you look around, your eyes rest on greenery and you're surrounded by wildflowers in your favorite colors. And you hear the rustle of small animals in the undergrowth. And you look around now and you see a stand of trees and you walk over to the trees and you notice a path underneath those trees. And you begin walking along the path. 
hearing the crunch of leaves underfoot and smelling their aroma. And as you continue along this path, you begin to hear the sound of running water. And the further you move along this path, the louder the sound of running water becomes until you come to a clearing and you see a stream and you know that this is your destination. But before you approach the stream, you sit down at the base of a tree and you slip off those beautiful sandals. And then you walk over to the stream and you know that this is the time stream. And you see that there are two currents in the time stream. One current that leads downstream, backward in time, and another current that leads upstream, forward in time. And at this point, you know that you want the downstream current. And this is the time to ask a question of an ancestor. So what question do you have for your ancestor? Set your intention for an ancestor to come to you and answer your question. And you step into that downstream current and lie on your back on a raft and let the raft take you downstream back in time. And the current begins to carry you downstream. And the years and the decades begin to flow because know that the ancestor has heard your call and he or she is drawing you magnetically to them because they want to answer your question and they have heard you and they know that you are coming. And so that downstream current is being drawn magnetically to them and the current continues flowing deeper and deeper and deeper into the past. And it flows downward into the past until as it approaches the right time and place, it comes to a stop on the bank of the stream. And you step off the raft on the bank of the stream and you walk up the bank of the stream and you look around and you will find your ancestor. And at first, you may just see the scenery or your ancestor may be there waiting for you. See, sense, hear, feel, touch what's around you. Some people sense a presence. Some people hear the ancestor calling. 
some see them. If you see or sense a, a place, a time, and no one is there, walk in the direction that you are drawn, or perhaps where you hear a sound, a voice, a calling. Follow your intuition until you connect with the ancestor. Relax and breathe. And when you connect, ask your ancestor the question that you may have at this time. And be open to the answer. You may hear it, sense it, feel it. It may come in the form of a color, a symbol, an object. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust your senses. I will give you a moment to be with your ancestor, to connect. And when you're finished asking your question and getting the answer, you may ask your ancestor if he or she has a message to give you. Is there something that your ancestor wishes to tell you? And now thank your ancestor. Thank them for their wisdom, for their presence and their love, and for being here today for you. And move back to the time stream 
and when you are at the time stream. Set your intention to come back to this time and place and step into the upstream current and lie on your back on a raft and let that raft carry you forward in time, bringing you back to this time and place, to your body, to your home, to where you are sitting, and let the years and the decades begin flowing by faster and faster, moving swiftly forward in time, coming forward to the present, to this time and place where you are, where you belong, and the years flow by, and the current moves swiftly until as it reaches this time and place, the current begins to slow until it comes to a stop on the bank of the stream. And you get up and step off that raft on the bank of the stream and walk up and you see your sandals at the base of the tree. And you sit down and put on your sandals and begin walking on that path under the trees, hearing the crunch of leaves underfoot and smelling their aroma, moving back along that path away from the time stream, moving along until you come to the clearing that has your beautiful place with the blue skies overhead and the white fluffy clouds with birds singing and that wonderful breeze caressing your cheek with that sweet fragrance. And your eyes rest on greenery as you're surrounded by wildflowers in your favorite colors. And you hear the rustle of animals in the undergrowth. And now I want you to come back to this time, slowly and easily taking three deep breaths breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth, blowing out and on that first breath, call in your energy back to this time and place into your body, breathing from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, breathe in through your nose and blow out through your mouth. And on the next breath, breathe in the air that surrounds you, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the light, this time and place, and breathe in and blow out. And on the third breath, feel the clothes on your body the chair underneath you, your feet on the ground touching Mother Earth, and become fully and completely settled in your body as you breathe in and blow out. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes and stretch.
Mm. Oh, and I always have to yawn. Oh. <laughs> I always yawn after I come back. It just kind of gets that energy settled. Mm. Yes, and if you have water, it's good to drink water. Yep. Oh, you wow. don't want to come back. You don't want to come back too fast because if you do, um, you either get vertigo or you have a third eye headache if your energy, you know, gets shocked back into your body. So you always want to breathe easily and smoothly to come back home. I could stay there longer. <laughs> oh I yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yep. And I'm if back you didn't, for for people for people who who are uh, listening to this uh, later on, or maybe for those who are listening to the show, if you didn't connect long enough with your ancestor, just pause pause the tape. You know, talk to your ancestor a little more, and then go back and and come out. Um, but I didn't want to keep us too long. So, right. how'd you do? Wow, that was amazing. Um, I, you know, I've done this. This was, I went to the same exact place, however, a different way um, as a guided meditation that I did to look for my spirit animal when I found the foxes, you know, uh -huh. and that was supposed to find a regular, just a, a spirit guide in general, you know, and it was uh -huh. a meditation that brought us into a cave and there was a little pinpoint on the cave of light. So I went directly to that where I wasn't supposed to go, but I started picking that apart and then it opened up into a big field and there was a bunch of foxes at the beginning of the field and a big altar in the back and a being standing there. But that, oh. I didn't see that being in this one. And um, as a matter of fact, I have a, I have a thing on here, but it was the same place. Where's my brand? Hold on. This is this is what I saw standing there um, ah, before, you know, on that, on that first one. And oh, is it a fox spirit? Because I don't know what it was, but it was like a. I knew I shouldn't talk to him, and I, I felt like I shouldn't be there to begin with, you know, because I was supposed to be in my cave, but I, I wasn't, and I was in the field with all the foxes, and I'm looking, and there's an altar, and the guy, and the, and he's got a big book, and he just turned and he looked at me, and he didn't say anything, but I just knew he knew everything. You know, mm -hmm. but I, I was afraid to ask him anything. I was afraid to talk to him, so I didn't. And then I just kind of creeped back into my cave. But this was that same field. Now, when you brought us into here, I was coming around. Like, the cave wasn't part of it, you know. But mm -hmm. it's that same field. It was the same field. Like, I knew it. Like, I recognized it. And my foxes were everywhere. And when you were saying, listen to the animals, I'm like, my God, my foxes are jumping next to me, you know, and they're coming with me, you know, through the thing. And one, one walked down the path with me to the stream and sat cool. there at the tree waiting for me. You know, it's like, it's, 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 it's amazing. And then my, my journey was to where I, I, I knew I was going to end up because I'd asked this question previously and I definitely got my answer. Good, good. Yeah. Jojo in the chat room said, I saw a few of my family members that passed away and heard their voices. I saw myself as a tall, petite woman with long black hair. She was guiding me. That she, what, what, the, the she long black hair, me. but she was guiding myself, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But she was me guiding myself. It was her. She was yeah. the guiding herself. 
Yeah, because you have multiple lives. Right, right. So, yeah. So you connected with yourself in another life who who was giving you guidance. That's wonderful, Jojo. Thank you. Yeah, that's really neat. I mean, that's this that this has always amazed me anyway, that this whole concept and, and how powerful the brain is and where you can go in such a short amount of time if you allow yourself right. to go. You know, and this right. takes practice because some people can't meditate. Some people can't get themselves into that state. And and it, it is. It's just allowing yourself to follow the voice and follow, you know, follow yourself. And, and trust. And trust. You know, Gina, one of the things that you said, um, one of the things that you said is that you were afraid to ask. You were yeah. afraid to ask this entity. And it's like my... My recommendation to you is trust yourself. Trust yourself. You were led there for a reason. You yeah. were led there to connect with him for a reason. And you may not you may not have been led there to ask a question, to talk to him, to get advice. Just know he's have, there. You may have been led there again and again to connect with that energy to connect with his presence, to connect with that part of you that needs that presence in your life. Yeah. Mama, we, we've talked about that before. Yeah. 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 And she yeah. said, why are you okay. afraid to ask? ask him a question? Yeah. Where'd you go? I, yeah. I have, I have a quick comment on um, the Jojo. She says it was weird. She was pretty. Jojo, it's, it's. You're gorgeous, Jojo. You don't yeah. see yourself the way other people see you. So what you saw was probably what we see when we see you. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Right. Because we, we judge ourselves more harshly than anybody else can. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Don't, don't, it wasn't weird. It was, it's what we see when we see. Yeah. It's not the outside that we see. It's what comes from your heart that we see. That's right. So, yeah. Don't give me no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Scott says, my grandfather who passed before I was born, he has more to share. I need to go back. You yeah. can. Wonderful. You know yeah, how to go do back it. again and again. Mm -hmm. And also now, how can people get in touch with you to do this more privately with you? You know, mm -hmm. that um, this is a go quick. To my, yeah. Go to my website. It's ancestrallineageclearing.com. And if that's too hard to spell, you can always go to ariantomas.com and that'll get you there too. Um, and the link is now uh, in the in the game in the chat room. Good, yep. thank you. Um, yep. And I have um, I connect with clients and and do private sessions to guide people back to connect with their ancestors. And I also do karma clearing, like we talked about. Uh, in the past so that if it's not a family issue if it's a personal issue um we can clear those out too and uh, we also do a couple of other things but i wanted to ask mama d how how did you do did you meet one of your ancestors i went like gina i went back to a place i've only ever been there i keep every time i go back on a guided meditation no matter where no matter who's doing it or what the meditation mm -hmm. is i always seem to go back i walk into a, a a log cabin mm -hmm. and when i walk in i see a fireplace on this wall in front of me with two big armchairs sitting there and in between is a teeming pot steaming pot of tea with two teacups 
when I go to the chairs, I turn back to look at the doors and that wall where the door is gone. And all I can see is woods with eyes from animals peering through me. And that's where I, that's where I get. Eventually I'm going to, I know I'm going to sit down and have a conversation with somebody. But that's, that's it where, certainly I sounds like where it. your conversation with friends comes from. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 The ancestor yeah. that I met was a was a woman at the because I was asking my my question. I'm just gonna say it. All right, because it's a, it's a yeah. I, I have a fear of marriage. I do. I'm kind of like side of it. And I I did this once before in one of my past lives. I was murdered um, by because I, I guess I I had money, you know, and mm -hmm. I was I was getting uh, an arranged marriage, and. You know, I did not want to do it, but I had right. to, do it to save the family funds or whatnot or save their family, mm -hmm. or whatever. But I was murdered on my wedding day. And, and what yeah. I see is the blood on the white of the dress and something like either I was cut with a sword or cut with an axe. And this is what I got before. What I asked this time was, you know, can I clear this? You know, I'm like, can we put this to bed? And, you know, what's the message? And it, and and I said, and what's the and when you, when I was saying it in my head, you were saying an image came, then an image came through. It was an axe. So I guess it was an axe that was mm -hmm. in my head, right? So I'm getting these answers, but um, but I do you think I, pieces. I can, yeah, yeah, I do think that this is something I can put to bed, and I do think it's from that one big dramatic incident you know and then i was like yeah. discarded like like nothing like i was thrown over a banking because i then i saw the rolling down the hill and that's when i saw the the blood on the the hand more prevalent you know and, mm -hmm. and it was on my face so it's like i just seen the red but i was rolling down a hill so i was like thrown off a cliff or whatnot you know like towards the water or something but that was it and that was it there are many women who have issues um, in relationships and marriages. Um, I recently did a session with a woman um, who has come through at least three generations that she knows of where um, there has been no man in um, the women, women in her family's life uh, after, you know, one or two children. The man either abandons them uh, uh, dies, uh, or is, um, an alcoholic, a drug addict, whatever. I mean, is basically not there. And, um, this is not the first time. And we went back to a time where she lived in a harem and was the child of the King and her mother died and she couldn't relate to anyone else in the harem. So she grew up without friends, without connections was sold in an arranged marriage to a guy who considered her, you know, one of his trophies. And um, so she did the right thing, had a son. Her son was taken away from her to be raised, you know, by the father in the right way. And she just lived this devastating life. And this is the heritage that had been passed down in her family, generation after generation after generation. Mm. And, you have to clear those lives out because when they're that traumatic, when mm. there is like yeah. nothing left, when there is nothing and there is no one and there is no support and there's no one you can turn to. And um, 
women were treated like that for centuries. And we carry those issues with us until we clear them. Our children will continue to carry them. And we are here to change the world. We are here yep. to change those wounds of the world. We look at the world around us. We were talking about, well, we have this world consciousness. We have this social consciousness where, where this, is, this is what the world is like. So what do we do about it? We change these ancestral wounds. We change these ancient ways of thinking and being and of hurting each other. We change them at the root mm. and we change life today. Our wars today, you know, the wars in the Middle East, the wars in North and South Korea, the wars from China um, that has been xenophobic for hundreds of years, um, the European wars, they all go back to ancestral wounds that have never been cleared. They all go back to, you know, brother fighting against brother, Cain and Abel, um, of all of those of all of those family pressures where it's like, you done me wrong, I'm gonna do you wrong and I'm not gonna give way. And that male dominance um, yeah. and ego and pride that destroys and it's time to change that. And we change it at the root, we change it at the core and we heal it. And that's the feminine energy. That's the feminine power that we bring because we don't go, we're gonna cut this away. We go, this needs to change this needs to heal, this needs to be corrected. Mm -hmm. So, bye Jojo, thank you for dropping hey, in. You're gorgeous. Yes, everyone is gorgeous, everyone is loved, everyone is wanted, everyone is needed. And that's what we need to teach, that's what we need to heal, and that's who we need to be. Yeah. So I'll get off my soapbox now. No, I'll stay on it. We no, like your soapbox. I like your soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> I do have Good. another question too. Like my, my ancestor, this was a woman I've never seen. And she was the one standing there. Right Now she had the big white, like the white thing that I was wearing almost for my, yeah. my wedding. Had the same kind of sleeves. And she just stood there and long hair like Mama D, you know, um, almost her color, you know, long hair just standing there waiting for me to come up, you know, so I'm coming up and I'm talking to her in my mind, but she wasn't answering. And she just kind of like very gracefully, you know, was like pointing the way this way, you know, like we're going to walk this way, you know, but the only thing I got was like, like, uh, like images. She didn't, there were no words. Like I could hear her talking at the end, something. It was just very muffled. So I don't know what, because she wasn't looking at me you're walking so Let's i don't know what you're saying now i want to know what she said you know <laughs> go back and visit and remember and this goes from everyone in the audience too some people are clairaudient mm -hmm. some people are and, and you could put the list yeah, up yeah, are clairsentient uh, some people um you know see hear yeah, yeah. Uh, um clairvoyant 
uh, uh, and a lot more people are clairsentient um, so that you don't need to see, you don't need to hear, feel, yep. claircognizant, know, yep. trust your instincts. It's like the woman in the white dress may have been telling you that, look, I'm married. I didn't get killed. I'm all right. Come this way and I will show you how to do this because mm. it doesn't have to turn out badly. Right, right. Because my first marriage was a divorce. My second marriage, he passed away, you know, and now I'm in sure. a relationship with Bob, but, you know, we're not married yet, you know, but. Um, really? Yeah. So you're a little hesitant. Is that, like, that word that you put in the end there yet? Yet. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. So stay open to the possibilities and stay open to healing those old wounds. And um, and we also come into this lifetime to to meet those other people, have relationships with them and for the right time and place, and then part, because we've already we, because we've learned what we need to learn from that relationship, from that person, from that series of events, and so bless them on their way. Exactly. So don't yeah. hold the and word divorce on. like I do. <laughs> no, I told no, my husband when they, I, I told my name. husband when we married. There's no divorce in my family. And it's and if there is, it's spelled M-U-R-D-E-R. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I as far as far as I go back on my mother's side and on my father's side, there's never been anybody as far as back as I can find that's ever been divorced. So I just I swore my husband. That's it. There's no divorce. I don't sign no papers for divorce. I just won't find your body anywhere. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of people, a lot of people say that, and a lot of people come from a heritage where there is no divorce, but yeah. what happens is there are a lot of terrible marriages. Yeah, there are a lot of people locked into marriages yeah. that well, they can't get out of. And there are a lot of people who have never been divorced, who separate and live different lives who are bigamous mm -hmm. who live parallel lives with separate families yeah um without the benefit of divorce and who cause okay. a lot of harm yeah i mean you know um, i come from the big italian family you know what i yeah. mean and it's a very you know catholic you must get married you know there's no living right. together there's no this there's no that you know this was back in the day you know right so, well and you know, and you get um, pregnant, you must get married. Yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and the other thing is some cultures, some cultures hold you get married and it is socially acceptable and it is proper for the husband to have a mistress or a series of mistresses um outside of the marriage because that's where they have fun. And the wife is for having children and to be their social partner. And that was perfectly acceptable in other times and places. Not and now. it is no longer acceptable <laughs> now. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I have to I have to make the correction. Ahead. I just got a name in my head. Um, my uncle Harry was divorced. That's on my father's okay. side. I just heard his name, which is 
odd because I've never, okay. Weird moment. Well, yeah. But, but, it, but there's a lot of cultures um, that are like that. And what, what that means is that there, there are genetic patterns that we inherit and belief systems that we inherit that say it is fine to um, cheat outside the marriage because it's okay to have a mistress on the side or to have a, a partner on the side because marriage is for children, it's for social convenience and you get fun and romance somewhere else. And, and those are belief systems that lots of people live with because they were culturally acceptable in that worldview at that time and place. And they are still embedded in us until we clear them and heal them. Yeah, we can line and, up a bunch of people for you for that. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't wrong at the time. Yeah. But they are not acceptable now. That's why arranged marriages are not acceptable in this time. We don't sell our children for property and money these days, mm. at least not in our culture. In some cultures, right. they still do, but not in our culture. Mm. Right. Uh, but in previous lives, that was acceptable, expected, and right to do. And so we can't judge our ancestors for some no. of those mistakes that they made we have to bless them and heal them and change it. Mm. Yeah, so that was me on my, definitely on my my Viking side. I I really want I want to I want to hook up with all the Italians, you know. But it always goes to that. It always goes to that that side and Nordic, you know. Yeah. It's like, well, and we also have to appreciate our ancestors. You appreciate the Nordic side for look at the strength and the energy and the, um, um, uh, and I'm, I'm losing my words now, but I think of the strength that they have to live through those winters, mm. the perseverance that they have, you know, to get through those massive long winters of deep snow and to build and to and to go forward into exploration and that. And the Italians are so vibrant and exuberant and they love life and they're so <laughs> connected. Oh, I love their food. Food and, but, family. Food and, and family. they are so connected to their families. Yeah. You know, Italians are great. Um, and, you know, the other side of my family, my mother's side of the family are German and the Germans oh, oh. are so precise and they're yeah. so organized and and they're so neat and i mean if you want you know if i wanted anything organized my mother would come over and she'd clean the closets and get everything put in place and it's like but i don't know what to do with this oh here you just have to do this and this and this and this. and it's like and it was done and yeah. it was like oh mom thanks <laughs> uh, yeah i have my daughter you know? who does that for me yeah. Yeah. Well, it's easier to do it for someone else because I coming from you know works. Yeah. Solutions. You know, when you're doing it for someone else, you're organizing things. You know, when you're doing it yourself, it's like, oh, I have to read this. Oh, I have to read that. Oh, I have yes, to find. Get oh, distracted. No, mail. Yes. All right, this has to go over here, right? And and then you start with, oh, well, while I'm in the mail, I should pay these bills. Oh my God, you know, and then you're over there. 
and then you're totally forget about what you're doing you know so focus 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 you know straight ahead you got to put the blinders on and right she's looking right at me what you're doing finish what you're doing right you know but yeah that's that's a that's a big thing shiny ball moment real big (laughs) but yeah but my my ancestors though yeah my because the italians they are like that right big huge italian family you know 11 12 whatever the heck they had and everybody else has at least four kids in the family you know it's sure big huge italian family we rent the hall every year except for it's canceled this year to get together i know i know the finnish side there was the boy the girl done you know no one talks to each other (laughs) no one you know there's, there's no real big connection but they are very proud of their heritage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very. Every heritage has its strengths and its and its shortcomings. And we honor them all. Right. Shall we get to curse clearing? Because you wanted yes, to talk please. about curses on the program. That's so that is so crazy because yes, that's what I was gonna ask you about. Because we, now we were yeah. clearing, ancestral lineage clearing and curse clearing. Because I was told that I had nine curses on me. Nine. Like nine, really. Okay. Well, we'll we'll have to count those. Um, We have been talking about energy that we carry from our families that we need to heal and clear. And from our past lives that we need to heal and clear. And I occasionally get people that come to me that said, I have these curses that people put on me that I need to get rid of. Mm. And um, what curses are um, can mean different things to different people, particularly in different cultures, because Mm -hmm. there are certain cultures that have specific curse um, traditions. Okay. Um, particularly, uh, shall I say, in some of the Caribbean cultures, you know, where where they have uh, traditions where if someone does you wrong, it's like, I'm going to put a curse on you. Yeah. And they have specific practices where they can put a black mark on you and you have, you know, and bad things happen. And, but what I, when I define curses, I define curses as negative energy that is sent your way by someone else. And it can be as simple as, you know, we're driving down the street and, you know, you're in rush hour traffic and somebody cuts you off and they go, and they flip you the bird. (laughs) That's negative energy directed your way specifically in your face. Now, (laughs) does that curse stick with you? Nah. It's a passing, it's a passing negative energy that basically bounces off your windshield and goes away, right? Unless you happen to crash your car. Yeah, unless unless you're those people that say, oh yeah, and then chase them down the street. (laughs) Right, now, now that's, that's, yeah, that may be something else. um, Anger management. (laughs) Definitely anger management. But curses, I find that curses come your way when you have specific people that are throwing negative energy at you. And I find that this occurs most often, not all the time, but most often when you have um, divorce situations, 
business breakups, like between partnerships, uh, corporations, small family corporations that are breaking up, bankruptcies, things like that, or where you have um, uh, where you have disputes between neighbors over things, and those negative energies people throw at each other. Right. And this is when you get curses. And those curses, again, can be healed. We can go in and gather that energy and turn it over and say, please heal the people, the places, the situations, and the events involved. Sometimes they come from other, other lifetimes, other events. But if the negative energy is being thrown at you from other people, that can be cleared and healed so that it doesn't have to continue. And you don't have to have the other person's permission because it's coming at you. And so you heal it from your end. And what happens is that energy just dissipates. And there you go. And it just relaxes and fades away and releases. And it's beautiful. Dave in the chat room says, my mother's mom was born in India. I've always thought a curse on our family may have come from there. Well, there. That, yeah, that could be. Right. I have I have dealt with a lot of people from India. And that is that is in the cultural tradition. And I have cleared many curses from people of Indian heritage. Yeah, they're very um, spiritual. So, yeah, yeah, you know, they, if they're gonna throw a curse at you, it's gonna be a strong one. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, and and it's just a question of blessing them. You know, right. they thought that something bad happened, that you were behind a negative event, that you were behind um, something that went wrong in their family, an accident, an injury. Uh, a financial disaster or whatever. And it's like, I'm going to curse you. It's like, let's just heal it all. Let's yeah, heal, says, all, heal it all. He says the scoliosis is on my mom's side. Okay. So could that be from a curse to get scoliosis? Mm -hmm. Probably not. That's more of thing? a genetic, that's more of a genetic problem. Yeah. So um, that, that may have a cleared thing. Yeah. That may, that may be more of an ancestral um, pattern that needs to be cleared where those negative genes are turned off and you activate the positive genes for wholeness and wellness and immune support. Hmm. So now do you have like, when clients come to you, do you just have conversations or do you have like maybe um, basic forms information or something that they can fill out that you can get kind of this, this history and their belief like kind of systems down? I offer a free 15 minute consultation so nice. that I talk so. with people and they say, okay, this and this and this is going on. And it's like, okay, sounds like that's a fa family pattern. Sounds like, you know, that's a personal issue, not a family issue. So let, let's look at karma there. Oh, sounds like you got a real problem with your ex there. Um, maybe we had to look at a, car, a, a, a curse release. Um, and so in a 15 minute consultation, we can go through 
you know, what's exactly going on with you, and I can direct them to the right path. Yeah, because people bark, 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 but where it's the underlying thing really that you got to get to. It's like they'll yeah. dance around the 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 situation. You know, right. like you should know what this is, <laughs> but you know, they dance around the situation and it's just like, just say it already. <laughs> well, and, and when I, when I offer 15 minutes, it's like, okay, you got five minutes left. What do you really want to talk about? Right. And that, get, that get, gets people focused. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. Cause a lot of people, you know, they want to vent and they want to get this stuff out and it's like, Oh, it's this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. But but what's the real thing? What's what is the main issue? You know, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at at tuning in on what needs to happen. I, I think you. I think okay. you got that. So yeah. the links to both of your websites are in the chat room. Anybody wants to know, go there. The first one is ancestrallineageclearing.com, and the second one is ariannathomas.com. Those who are listening yeah. on the archives. Thank yeah. you so much. There they are. There you go. Those who are watching AncestralLineageClearing.com and AriannThomas.com. I love your name. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's very pretty. Very pretty. Uh, what do we got for time? Oh, my goodness. We only have eight minutes what? left. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Would you like to talk about Akashic Records? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get all my... I'm yep, trying to get all my, all my in my last thing here. Yes, yes, yep. yes. yes. You, so you're an okay. Akashic Record reader. What is that and what does that entail and how important is that? Well, yeah, um, every religious tradition in the world has the concept of the Akashic Records and they may call it something different, but it is a dimension in which every single lifetime we have lived our thoughts, our emotions, our relationships are all recorded in detail. I, I consider it a huge library or archive of yeah. all of our past lifetimes. Okay? And I see, I see a bunch of revolving doors around like a big, huge plateau. And there's nothing but desks and people working, you know, right everywhere. And, and people come in from all these different areas of the world through these revolving doors. Exactly. And it used to be that only, only masters um, of these religious traditions could access the Akashic records. But in the last 20, 25 years, um, us normal folks, have now gotten access to the Akashic Records. And when we go into the Akashic Records, we kind of need a librarian because we have this enormous library, like the Library of Congress. And you don't just walk in the door and say, hi, I need a book. Can you give me a book? <laughs> and the librarian's going to go, well, do you want, um, let's see, astronomy? Or do you want zoology? Or do you want something in between here? And so we call on our ascended masters, the teachers that we have in our lifetime or in previous lifetimes, and the loved ones that have passed over um, to guide us to the information we need to retrieve from the Akashic Records. And the Akashic Records can give us a, a, a lot of information about our present life by viewing our past lives. Now, 
they can't tell you what the future is. And they certainly can't tell you how to fix your computer. But, <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I know. If, if I could tap into if I could tap into that master that could get me the technical info, I'd be there every day. But um what they do, what they do is they can give us this enormous amount of wisdom on what our life purpose is, um, right. how we got here, and um, how we can use that in this lifetime. You know, people come to me for healing of their family patterns and their karma. And when people come to me for Akashic Record reading, it's like, I don't know where to go in my life. I don't know what my life purpose is, or I've accomplished X, Y, and Z. And it, it feels like I need something else in my life now. What do I do? That's when you go into the Akashic Records and you see this whole panorama of your past lives. And it gives you this overview of what your lives have been about what your soul has been about and where you where you are headed in this lifetime. It's like you've done this and this and this so far and you came into this lifetime and this is what your direction is meant to be. And this is how it is unfolding. And it is so beautiful to go into the records and simply by tapping into the Akashic records of these lifetimes, after lifetime, yeah. after lifetime, we can um, absorb that energy and get get direct healing from simply being in the lifetime, being in those lifetimes. Oh, I can't believe it's 90 seconds already. Oh my goodness. Okay. So if someone was like meant to be, say, a teacher, and it could be a teacher of anything, you know. Sure. You know, they can they can get that understanding, you know, while you were from philosophers. What we'll see, yeah, it? what we'll see is we'll yeah. see a pattern where they were where where they were a teacher of philosophy in this lifetime, where they were um where, where they were taking care of children in this lifetime, where they were uh, teaching at a college in Rome and maybe where they messed up in this lifetime. So this lifetime, they're here to straighten things out and and to do better or to learn how to do long distance teaching in the internet in the new technology. Right. And where they're leading a, a leading uh, edge of education in a different way. Right. Listen, I have to end the radio show. If you want to okay. hang for a couple seconds here, um, we can stay live here. But... Thank you for joining us in the Fox Den, and we will see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for another episode in the Fox Den. We're here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you a variety of guests, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and our anchor venues. We would love it if you would go to our YouTube channel, The Fox Den, with Gina B. and Mama D. And please subscribe, share, and definitely hit the notification button to never miss a show. We'll see you all next week. And subscribers, watch for our pop-up shows as well. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Okay. So that is done, and I do. Okay. Um, like I said, so this is this is still running. We are still live. Um, I just, I just really, you fascinate me, and I'm, I get very tongue-tied when I, I have like so many things going on in my in my head on so many different directions that what you could do, you know, in so many different areas of people's lives. You know, and what about children? I, I meant to ask that before. Can you do this with children? Are they really acceptance, you know, of this? Like, can you get a child to sit down, relax, and meditate? And No. <laughs> Let's cut right to the chase. No. Um, I do not, I, I do not work with children. I consider what I do an advanced healing technique okay. because... Um, people really need to know um, how to meditate, how to stay in the energetic field. And right. children don't have the attention span for it. Right. And also, children, children are in a stage of development where they're finding themselves. And they work through their own, um, their own um, um, internal and external development. And they're not ready to decide and choose what their life is going to be. And so it is not, people generally come to me after they have some sense of self-awareness and some sense of where they want their life to go and, um, and the difficulties that they're encountering. And so this just is not appropriate for children because they don't have the self-awareness or the self-knowledge to okay. understand. Okay. I just want that information out there as well. Sure. And sure. Um, let's see, is there anything else? Do you have anything like coming up that you could put out there? I mean, I know with COVID, no one's doing anything and going anywhere, but. Well, um, uh, Tomorrow night, if anybody's listening uh, soon, uh, I am doing a group ancestral lineage clearing program on coping with loneliness and isolation during changing times. And I am taking people on, um, on an ancestral lineage clearing journey to meet their ancestor that can help them deal with this, this enforced long-term sheltering um, the difficulties that come with it from being separated with from family and friends, particularly during the holidays, and the financial consequences of having to shift in this world because our ancestors lived with plagues and disasters and invasions and um, natural disasters, and they know how to do it because we are the survivor. We are the descendants of the survivors. Right. We weren't the ones that, you know, our ancestors weren't the ones that didn't make it. Our ancestors were the ones that did. And so right. they know how to do it. And right. so I'm taking people on an ancestral lineage clearing journey tomorrow. Um, so if you want to sign up, if you want to sign up, send me an email at Ariane at ancestrallineageclearing.com. And I'll give you a link. And the program is $59 for um, an hour and a half group ancestral lineage clearing. 
Oh, I do not have that in my thing. So Mama D will put that in the, the comments after. And um, that's that's wonderful. So they send you an email. And, mm -hmm. and if they can't make it tomorrow night on Friday, November 13th, uh, replays will be available for sale. I, I will put it up. I will put it up on YouTube and it, and they can get the link on my website and they can purchase it. And like, like we did here today, they can purchase it and go on the journey uh, afterwards. And, you know, some people might just need to do that. I hope you need to do that. I we're going to be talking. We're going to definitely Good. be talking because I want to, I want to do a, a, just a me and you time because I, I would really, I, I want to know more about you personally and I could use your assistance. So. I would be delighted. I've had so much fun here today. Um, mm -hmm. Gina, you and Mama so D are so much fun. I've had a great time. Well, I think we're going to be good friends for a long time to come. So, you know, I, I, so I would have you, I'd have you back anytime, anytime. Okay. All right. So thank you for joining us. I will end this episode. I know um, Mama went away, but she was waiting for a, a very important phone call. Um, so she must have gotten that. And, um, you know, she if it wasn't very important. She wouldn't do that. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, she loves you, too. And uh, Oh, I know. Yeah. You're both, you uh, I feel like we're both, both of us, both of you are friends now. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So we will. We'll be talking. <laughs> okay. So thank you for joining us. And thank you guys for um, hanging with us. Another episode in the Fox Den. And please, please, again, share this show. Share it on YouTube. Share it on Facebook. Share our anchor venues. Share the blog talk. Share. Just get this message out. Okay. And um, it's very important. It's very important information for you, for your families, you know. We need this. We need this. We, we need this more today. So thank you all. We'll see y'all next week and have a wonderful night. Good night. <laughs>